0: Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. All of us want to grow in our faith and know Jesus better, don't we? As Christians, we know that that is the ultimate purpose in life. It is the reason for which we are here, to know God and to glorify Him forever. We want to see the fruit of the Spirit, His Spirit his fruit grow in our lives. We want to be people who grow in God's likeness. We want to experience a deeper relationship with Jesus and grow in our love for him. That's all of our desire, I'm sure. All of us want to be as Christians, and we know this to be true. We know that we are called to be people who are continually growing in faith and are knowing Jesus more and more intimately each and every moment of every day. And yet, I know this to be true from my own personal faith walk. Maybe you can relate to this as well. Sometimes fostering this kind of ongoing, deep relationship with God is not always easy. Sometimes we find it super easy to connect with God, don't we? Sometimes we feel really close to Him and then other times we really struggle to know how to connect with God in meaningful ways. Sometimes the very things that are designed by God to help us in our pursuit of Him, to help us grow in faith and to know Him more intimately, things like spiritual disciplines or spiritual habits, such as reading the Bible, spending time in prayer, fellowship with other believers, to name a few. Sometimes those things that God's blessed us with as a means to knowing Him in a greater way, as a means to growing in our faith, don't feel all that life-giving at all. They can even, dare I say it, feel at times a little bit stale, a little bit mundane. Have you found that to be true before? I'm sure you have. I have at different times over the years. And whilst this can be our experience from time to time, considering God has actually given us these spiritual disciplines, these spiritual ways of living as key ways through which we actually grow deeper in faith, grow deeper in relationship with him, they're obviously designed by God to be more often than not fulfilling and life-giving pursuits for us. So the question is then, how can we practice these spiritual disciplines or spiritual habits in life-giving ways? How can we practice these spiritual disciplines or spiritual habits in life-giving ways? Ways. What shifts? How could we shift things up? How could we change things up so that in terms of how we read or how we pray or how we fellowship with other believers so that they cause these spiritual habits to become truly life-giving and truly rich for us? In our new series, Growing and Knowing, this is exactly what we are going to explore together. This is exactly what God has led me to encourage us all in. We're going to get really practical. Who likes to get practical? I love getting practical. And I'm going to share some really simple ways, some simple ideas that you could apply to your own spiritual walk to grow in faith and to know Jesus more and more intimately every day of your life. They are ways that might help you just to engage in those spiritual disciplines, those spiritual habits in more effective ways so that they are for you, so that they are for you more often than not. Life-giving and rich experiences, things that cause you to grow deeper in relationship with Jesus and grow more and more in your Christian faith. Now, if you haven't got a Bible handy, now would be the time to go and grab one. And if you also could grab a notebook as well, we'll be needing both a Bible and a notebook for what we're going to explore together today. So go and grab them now. We're going to get practical. So how about before we do anything else, let's just pray and invite God to really guide us as we open up the word together today and look at another way in which we can read his beautiful gift to us in the Bible together. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for the gift of your word. And Lord, we thank you for the blessing that you have given us, you've bestowed upon us in the form of your Bible, in the form of spiritual disciplines, such as reading the word, that they are real gifts for us. And Lord, we know that while they are, at times we can get sort of bogged down, we can get stuck. So we pray, God, today, even as we go through this practical way of reading your word together today, that you would just be drawing some of us out of deeply stuck places, that we would be, in a sense, being pulled out of the mud so that we'd be able to press on freely walking with you and not bogged down at all. So God, would you move powerfully through this message? But more importantly, God, as each of us, wherever we are listening to this and watching this right now, that we would actually do this, as I'm sharing, so that we would encounter you by your spirit and you would breathe life into our faith walk as we read your word and allow Holy Spirit to bring it alive in our hearts. We pray this today, Jesus, knowing that this is your desire that we'd all be free through your word and we'd all enjoy reading your word. So we pray this with confidence in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, God's word is an incredible gift to us. The Bible is truth. The Bible is God's message of hope and life for all mankind. The Bible tells us who God is. The Bible tells us what God's done. And the Bible points us to our glorious hope, our future inheritance of what God will one day do once and for all. The Bible is an incredible gift To us, and is one of the primary ways through which we grow deeper in faith and deeper in relationship with God. Literally, we grow to know God better as we delve into and feast on the Word of God. Like any relationship, the relationship with God relies on communication and. God continually speaks to all of us, all of humanity through the Bible. John Piper, a pastor from the States, was quoted famously as saying this, do you want to hear God speak? Read your Bible out loud. It's so true, really, isn't it? We hear God speak to us. One of the ways we hear God speak to us really clearly is when we open this up, when we open up his word and read of it. And he also speaks to us as we've based ourselves in the Word through the words that he then reveals through our reading to our spirits, to our hearts. Now, you might be thinking already today, I get this, I try to read God's Word, but I don't really take a whole lot in. I I don't often hear God speak to me as I read the Word. I kind of struggle to to stay focused. I know it's important, but I just don't find it super life-giving. That's just where I'm at. Well, if that's you today, let me encourage you. Reading the Bible, like any spiritual discipline, becomes far more life-giving, becomes far more life-giving for all of us when we invite Holy Spirit to be with us as we read, as we taste of God's Word, as we feast on the truth. After all, as Jesus said in John 14, verse 26, the Holy Spirit is not only our advocate, but is the one who will teach us all things and will bring to our remembrance the truth. John fourteen twenty six. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, this is Jesus speaking, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Holy Spirit loves to teach us and he loves to reveal deep spiritual insights to us all the time. And he does this in particularly powerful ways when we plant ourselves in God's word, when we read the Bible, if we invite him to. When we start our time in God's word by simply praying something like this, Holy Spirit, please speak to me today. Guide me, teach me. Take me deeper in the truth and bring God's word alive in my heart as I read right now. If we pray something like that, that can just shift everything for us. All of a sudden, Holy Spirit's right there with us, empowering us and encouraging us as we read of God's word. Suddenly we read words on a page and we don't just see what we read as information, but Holy Spirit does his work and all of a sudden the truth comes alive and there's illumination, there's understanding, light bulbs are going off in what we're reading in our hearts, our minds and our spirits. He brings words on a page alive and reveals deep, life-changing, soul-satisfying truths to our hearts and our minds. Inviting Holy Spirit into our reading helps us to experience the word of God as it is meant to be experienced. That is, as Hebrews 4 and verse 12 says, as something that is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Reading the Bible with Holy Spirit can change everything for our experience of reading the Bible. And to prove this today, we're actually going to practice a little simple Bible reading technique together. You might have heard of this one before. You might have practiced this one before. It's called SOAP. SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. And the idea is that you start with a particular passage of Scripture, not a not a um, lengthy passage, a, a shorter passage of Scripture. You you write it down. You read through it and reflect on it slowly. Then you make some observations. You, you have a look at what, what God might be saying through that passage. You draw out some personal applications. So actually applying the God of Word to your own heart, your own life. And then you spend some time in prayer. You write down a prayer, but you also then would actually pray out that prayer and ask God to really guide you in what he's taught you through the word. So I've found to be particularly life-giving when Holy Spirit's involved. If Holy Spirit's not invited into the process, like any spiritual discipline, spiritual way that's meant to be a good thing for us, can very quickly become something that's just draining and doesn't feel quite energizing or we don't have the same enthusiasm that we once would have. But Can I encourage you, if we invite Holy Spirit in, it can be one of the most transformative and encouraging ways of reading the Bible that there is. So why don't we dive in together now, but let's do what I'd encourage all of us to do if we were to put this into practice in our own personal walk. Let's pray and just invite Holy Spirit to be with us now as we open Scripture together. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we want to connect with you. We want to know you more. We want your word, this beautiful word, this beautiful gift to come alive in our hearts. So right now, Holy Spirit, we just say that we invite you to come and read with us, guide us as we read, bring things to mind as we read, help us to apply what we read, not just to some other person or some other situation, but help us to apply it straight to the depths of our heart. We pray, God, that you would have your way in us and that we would powerfully encounter you in deeper ways as we read your word today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's turn to Mark's gospel and let's slowly read through Mark chapter 10 verses 13 to 16. And if you're a quick writer, we're going to be having this scripture up on the screen for a little while. So you might want to take this opportunity right now just to to write this scripture down so you've got it there on paper to help you in reflecting in just a little while. So I'm going to read it and I'll read it relatively slowly so we can all take it in. Reading from verse 13. And they were bringing children to him, That he might touch them. And the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever Does not receive the kingdom of God like a child, shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. So we've read the passage, we've taken some time to write the passage down in our journal, in our notebook. Now it's time to make some observations. So reflecting on what we've just read, ask yourself this, what is jumping out from this passage for me right now? As you consider that, just in your notebook, just dot down some points that, spring to mind for you. Perhaps you noticed Jesus was pretty stern with his disciples when they tried to keep the children from coming to him. If that leapt out for you, write that down. Perhaps you were struck by Jesus, the the warmth of Jesus' embrace to these little children and the way that he had time for these little ones that perhaps in society then and maybe even today, don't necessarily get the the time or the the attention that they deserve as, as little ones created in God's image. Write that down. Maybe Jesus' words, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belong the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Perhaps those words really jumped out for you and you were reminded about how everyone, God wants everyone to have this kind of spirit, this kind of heart, this kind of humility as a little child and that's what's required to receive God's kingdom. Maybe write that one down. Whatever observations right now that he's revealing, Holy Spirit's revealing to your heart and mind right now, whatever they are, write them down as you continue to to read and and reflect and pray and observe in partnership with Holy Spirit. Now it's time to personalise, actually apply what we've read to our own lives to our own hearts. Maybe asking yourself questions like these would be helpful. What are you saying to me, God? How does this teaching apply to my life, to my faith? What actions or changes are you calling me to make in my own life? How are you calling me to grow so I can continue to be more and more in your likeness. Let's just really sit with Holy Spirit in this place right now. Wait on God humbly. Don't cheapen this beautiful experience and opportunity to connect with God in a deep and refreshing way by by rushing on. You know, we're always in a rush, aren't we? but maybe in this covid season we've learned that there's a there's a real blessing in in not being so busy and it's really true when it comes to our spiritual walk let's just let's just wait and sit with holy spirit right now and invite him to really guide us in our application in our reflection as we ask ourselves these questions let's position ourselves if you want to think of an example from scripture one that always sort of pops in my mind is is that of samuel who in 1 Samuel 3.10, when he desired, when he knew God was actually calling him, when he discerned that it was God calling him, he said this to God, speak for your servant is listening. And as Holy Spirit leads us, let's be sure to write down anything that God reveals to us. It could be summed up in a few simple sentences or you might want to write out a few paragraphs. Whatever you write, take the time to, to write it out in a, in a personally meaningful way and allow Holy Spirit to guide you and even shepherd you as you're writing. There's, there's a, I've found it to be true, there's, there's, a, there's a power in actually writing these things out and, and releasing them to God and inviting God to have his way. Great things happen when we do this sort of thing. So whatever comes right now, just take the time to, to write it out. How are you going with this so far? Once we've done a personal application and we've taken the time to to sit with Holy Spirit and, and write it out, then we're going to seal the deal, so to speak. We're going to seal what we've learned, what God's birthed in our heart, what we've been challenged in and encouraged in. We're going to seal it by praying and actually writing out a prayer rather than just praying something out loud. We're going to actually physically write down a prayer. As I said before, there's something powerful about putting pen to paper when it comes to spiritual declarations and spiritual practices. And I've found this to be true when it comes to prayer as well. There's something powerful about penning a prayer. And again, just like with the other stages, don't don't rush. Take your time. Take the time to write down a heartfelt and a personally meaningful prayer to God. The prayer might be as simple as just asking God for help, asking God to help you do the things that he's calling you and urging you to do. Maybe it's as simple as inviting Holy Spirit to continue to be with you as you apply whatever he's revealed to your hearts. Maybe it's asking him to continue to shape you and continue to refine you so you're more like Jesus in a particular area. And if you need to seek forgiveness at all, For anything, this is a great opportunity to actually take the time to write out a prayer of repentance. After all, as 1 John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's just take a moment right now to finish writing out our prayers and then to actually personally pray and communicate and enjoy relationship with God. By praying them to him right now. So, how did you find that way of reading the Bible this morning? Did the SOAP method kind of help to bring God's word alive for you? Did it help to give you an increased, I don't know, like capacity for experiencing the Bible like you haven't known before? I pray that it does. I pray that it would foster your relationship with God and help you to grow in faith in deeper and deeper Ways. There's no doubt that setting aside time to to read and reflect on God's word is a really good thing for all of us to do. And when we do it deeply like this, when it's not just a surface sort of skim level read of the Bible, it really does help to bring scripture alive in our minds and in our hearts. And when we regularly read like this, we actually open ourselves up to not only receiving information from the Bible. Which is good, it's it's knowledge and it's a good thing, but we also open ourselves up to receiving powerful Holy Spirit inspired illuminations about the truth that are deep and personally relevant to our very own lives. And when we regularly experience and enjoy being spoken to and, and led by Holy Spirit through our reading of Scripture, we continue to grow strong in faith and deeper in our relationship with Jesus. And what could be better than that? I want to close by just praying for all of us right now that we would grow as people who, who read the word of God, that we would be like the Bereans who studied the scriptures day and night and who devoured the scriptures and enjoyed growing intimately with God through the Bible. So I want to pray that we would grow as people who read God's word, not with our own minds, but with Holy Spirit leading and inspiring us, and that through our reading, we would continue to grow in faith and we would come to know Jesus even more intimately in the days and weeks, months, years, and decades ahead. Let's pray together. God, we thank you just so much that you want to know us more. You want us to, to flourish in faith. You want to see your fruit alive in our hearts. You want to see your word come alive for us. And so, Holy Spirit, we just thank you even for this experience together this morning that we've been able to draw near to you and that you have led us in reading today, and we have encountered Jesus at a deeper level and a more personal level. So, God, we pray today that you would just help us to continue to grow as people who read the Word of God, not in our own thinking, not with our own intellect, not with even our own minds or eyes, so to speak, Lord, but that we would be reading with you through your Spirit and you would be bringing things alive for us for your glory, Lord, and for our good. So we pray that you would do great things in our faith walks, Lord, that you would take us all deeper as we do this and that we would grow in faith and continue to grow deeper and deeper and more intimate relationship with Jesus. So we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.